Welcome to Catechesis, a digital outreach of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. Catechesis is Greek for teaching. That's precisely what we will do with this podcast. Take Christians back to their roots through spoken word and study. Here's your host, Pastor James Goodlett. Welcome to Catechesis, a production of Lewis and Broad Media. My name is James Goodlett. I'm one of the pastors here at First Presbyterian Church in LaGrange, Georgia. If you would like to hear other podcasts of Lewis and Broad, go to lewisandbroad.org. Or you can find us on our social media at Lewis and Broad. You can listen to a number of podcasts, including our flagship production, the Lewis and Broad podcast. Season three is about to wrap up. We've got two more episodes left. And the focus this season has been all about the music scene here in LaGrange. And season three will culminate with a music festival taking place on May the 1st from 2 to 6 p.m. Lewis and Broad presents Listen LaGrange, a music festival to fight poverty, which will be held at Pure Life Studios with local singer and songwriter types who have been featured in this season three of Lewis and Broad. So we hope you will attend. It is a benefit festival for Circles of Troop County, who's on the front lines of fighting poverty here in our community. Also would love to announce that at First Presbyterian Church here, we will be having a number of Holy Week services. It is Holy Week, including Maundy Thursday at 6.30 in our sanctuary, Good Friday at 12 o'clock. We will also have an Easter egg hunt at the home of Tommy and Debbie Hutchinson, 10.30 a.m. open to the community. See our website, fpclagrange.org, for more information. And you can also find us having a sunrise service, we hope, weather permitting, at Hills and Dales, 7 a.m. in the garden. Use the Feral Drive entrance to come in, and 10 a.m. here in the sanctuary, regardless of weather. It's a big week here at First Prez, big week in our community, a big week in the world of the church. And so I want to go ahead and move on to the text for the week. The Easter story being what it is, you can find it all four Gospels. But we will focus this year on the version in Luke chapter 24. But before I get there, I just want to say a a brief word about this week. It feels like cheating to me to focus catechesis for this week on Easter Sunday. We and the reason I say that is we have to also acknowledge everything else that happens this week. Now, if I did a study or a prep on Monday Thursday text or Good Friday text, we're talking a lot longer podcasts than your normal catechesis. So I will be focusing predominantly on Luke 24 and the resurrection, the Easter text, but I preached last week on Palm and Passion Sunday, and you can find that message if you want to hear it on another one of our podcasts called Kerygma at Lewis and Broad. But when I preached that scripture, I noted our cultures, our Western American culture's tendency to focus or maybe even to appreciate celebration which is to say we would rather party than pity. 
when it comes to Palm and Passion Sunday, we're more of all we're more about that palm portion of the text. We're more about the celebration. We don't really want to pay so much attention to the passion portion of it. What happens to Jesus? And and to some extent that is fair. We are a people, we are an Easter people, so ultimately the Easter story is a story of joy. It is the end and the beginning of our story. Life itself is wrapped up in joy. So, yeah, we would rather be joyful. We would rather be happy. We would rather celebrate. We would rather party. But there's danger in that, and the danger is that we... If we only focus on that portion of the human experience, then we overlook or take for granted or even frown upon other emotional states of being, the very real feelings we all experience, including grief, including sadness, including the kinds of things that are the very nature of Holy Week. It reminds me of a movie, Pixar movie, called Inside Out, which is a brilliant telling of the emotional tensions a little girl wrestles with as personified by Amy Poehler's voicing of joy and Phyllis Smith's voicing of sadness. I would urge you to check out Inside Out. It is really good. And it is not, it is animated, it's Pixar, but I will tell you that movie is not just for kids. And the reason I say that is that there's, Something that the folks at Pixar so brilliantly bring to the surface. How joy, the character joy, wants nothing to do with sadness. Joy wants to keep sadness at arm's length. And if that is not a microcosm or a parable of the human experience, I'll tell you something. It most certainly is is accurate. But joy, here's what happens in the story. Joy can't ignore sadness. Not at first, or not, not ultimately. Joy finally realizes the reality and the validity of sadness as an experience. As part of what it means to be human. So here's my point in saying all this. There is no Easter without Holy Week. There is no Easter without that which precedes it. Without the grief and the despair and the betrayal and the denial and the death. We cannot skip directly from the parade of Palm Sunday to the empty tomb of Easter. Because what that does is it over oversimplifies what Jesus ultimately accomplished via his last supper with the disciples, via his blood and sweat-soaked prayer in the garden, via the trial at the hands of Pilate and the crowd, via his very real, very surreal death. Do not give in to the temptation to do Easter without Holy Week because it's part of what it means to be human. It is a critical part of the story. It is a critical part of our story. All of us, like Jesus, 
die. The good thing is, it's not the final word of our story. And that brings me to our scripture for the week, Luke 24, verses 1 through 12. And let me just start out by saying that I love how this this chapter starts. It starts with this phrase, but on the first day of the week. There's a saying out there that when you use that word, but, it negates everything that came before it. I love you, but I hear you, but I get what you're saying, but the women who had come with him from Galilee followed and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath day, they rested according to the commandment. But on the first day, that's the last portion of Luke 23 and then the very, very beginning of Luke 24. You could also translate that word that in English is is written as but. You could translate that Greek as the word however. However, on the first day. It is a wonderful pivot. In fact, it may be the greatest turn ever in any story. These women, and we don't know how many of them there were, but these women thought that the story was over. The disciples also thought that the story was over. It was, or at least so they thought. However, when those women went as soon as they could after the Sabbath was over to attend to Jesus' body, as was the custom, the greatest, however, ever happened to them. Now, there is so much in Luke's story of the resurrection that we'll preach. And I, I, I remember last year when I preached Easter Sunday and somebody who watched us on our live stream, they said to me, great job on the sermon. However, however, but couldn't you have just read the story and not preached? And I wanted to be like, that's, that, dude, Don't say that to a preacher. But the person was right. I could, on Sunday, just read the story and sit down. And maybe that's what people would want me to do. And who knows? Maybe it is what I will do. You'll just have to come and find out Sunday morning. But there is so much in Luke's story in Luke's version of the resurrection that we'll preach. For instance, in Luke, unlike in the other synoptics, unlike Matthew and Mark, there is this phrase, why do you look for the living among the dead? Matthew and Mark, it says, do not be afraid. You seek Jesus who is crucified. He has risen. But in Luke, 
why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here, but has risen. Also in Luke, when the women returned from the tomb, they told all this to the 11. Notice only 11. Judas is out of the picture. They told all this. What did they say? I wonder what they said. I wonder what that space was like when they told those 11. And then maybe my favorite. But these words seemed to them, them being the disciples, an idle tale. An idle tale. At least Peter got up and ran to the tomb to check it out for himself. My question for you, Lewis, and broad folk is this. What does Easter mean to you? What is the greatest however ever mean for you and for us? Now, I will say this. I'm in studio. Today is Tuesday, April the 12th. I'm here, sitting here, as always, with our producer and director, Leighton Parker. And on the day of this recording, news of another mass shooting rolled across my Twitter feed, this time in Brooklyn on a subway. News of death. News of betrayal. Good Friday, Good Friday kind of news. You know what Easter means? It means no more of that. And in a time when war rages on in the Ukraine, and I'm texting a soldier friend of mine who's over there right now. Easter means no more of that. And in a time when so many of us flee the pains and despairs that remind us of Holy Week. And so in denial of those very pains or in suppression of them, we attempt to pay more attention to Palm Sunday and Easter kind of celebrations, Easter means no more of that. No more fleeing. No more pain to flee. Now, this might all seem nonsensical. It might seem, to use one of my parents' favorite phrases, hogwash, or, put another way, it might all seem an idle And we as a culture and as a people and as individuals may continue our search for or obsession with death at the expense of the living. But you know what Easter means? No more of that. We all know 
the pains of death and suffering. However, that marks the end of this episode of Catechesis, this special Holy Week. Again, for more episodes, you can catch us on lewisandbroad.org or find us on social media at Lewis and Broad. Have a wonderful Holy Week and a blessed Easter. And as always, remember who and whose we are. Thanks for joining us this week at Catechesis. Be sure to follow along on our websites, lewisandbroad.org and fpclagrange.org. See you next week.